0: The Phillies win in walk-off fashion. What a game. Wasn't it bat by Reese Hoskins to win it? And they've got a new chance for a new streak. We'll preview tonight's game two of the Marlins series. And we've got off the pole on today's Locked on Phillies. You are locked on Phillies your daily philadelphia phillies podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Yes, this is Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies, former collegiate and semi-pro baseball player. Happy to be here as your host of Locked On Phillies. and want to thank you, as always, for making Locked On Phillies your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Blue Nile can help make your moment sparkle with jewelry from bluenile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. So use code Locked On at checkout. What a fun game by the Philadelphia Phillies last night. What a great game between the Phillies and the Miami Marlins at Citizens Bank Park. I mean, honestly, this is just, this is what baseball is supposed to be games like this two great pitchers on the mound two solid offenses coming together well I don't know if Miami you can call them really a solid offense under normal circumstances but they looked competitive clutch hits on both sides big defensive plays on both sides a walk-off win That's just an exciting game, and luckily, it goes the Phillies' way. They win 3-2 on a walk-off by Reese Hoskins, but before we get there, let's talk about how we got to the point in the game where Reese Hoskins could walk it off. I told you in yesterday's episode, there was a 50-50 percentage breakdown for win percentage on the ESPN Analytics for this game. Never seen it before. Very evenly matched, and man, did it look that way when the game played out. Miami comes into Philly. The Phillies have won 9 of their last 10 going into this one. Now, of course, we know they won 10 of their last 11, but they were looking to get back in the win column and hopefully start a new streak. Don't let one loss to the Arizona Diamondbacks totally derail what this team has done over the past week and a half or so. They got going early in the bottom of the third inning. The Phillies finally got to Sandy Alcantara, who was throwing incredibly well. He could very well take on the NL Cy Young this year. He was unbelievable against the Phillies yesterday. But Bryce Harper doubled the deep center, continues one of the hottest streaks in baseball right now. Scored Kyle Schwarber, moved Reese Hoskins up to third. Unfortunately, they did not get Hoskins or Harper in after that. But still, one nothing Phillies, and Aaron Nola was throwing well. He was actually perfect through three innings, So you thought, hey, Maybe that one is all the Philadelphia Phillies needed. Well, turns out it's not. Luis Rojas doubled the deep left in the top of the fifth to score. Man, this guy is absolutely annoying the hell out of me. It's only been one game. Let me just take a look at it. Yeah, <laughs> he was two for four last night. He seems like he's always on base against the Philadelphia Phillies. John Birdie, who's batting 278 this year, not a bad player, 32 year old, kind of a journeyman guy. In Major League Baseball, he just—he was all over the base pass last night during this game. But he scores on that one by Rojas, and it's one to one. And then Rojas another RBI double in the seventh off of Aranola, who is still throwing and still throwing well. But uh, it scores birdie again. So identical things in the top of the fifth and top of the seventh from the Miami Marlins, and just like that, well, it's two to one. You're like, well, Contra's throwing well. The Phillies are down. They only have six, nine outs to work with. It's going to be tough. Well, you look at the bottom of the eighth. JT Ramido comes up. Runners on first and second, and nobody out. Like, okay, huge spot for JT. Gets a bit of a tough first strike call, and then the second pitch. Busts him in on the hands. <sighs> double play. He's been struggling lately. That double play sets up, well, a runner on third, that runner being Reese Hoskins. Two outs, and Didi Gregorius coming up the pitch. But he uh, <laughs> gets a chance to face a bullpen arm. Alcantara goes out, and what does Didi Gregorius do? He rips one down the right field line to score Reese Hoskins. Only a single for Gregorius. The Marlins would get out of the inning right after that. But now you're heading into the top of the ninth, tied at 2-2, rather than down one needing to make up one run in the bottom of the inning. Huge at bat by Nita Gregorius, who's been big for this team this year. Incredibly well done by him. Great approach of the plate off the bullpen, but it gets even better. Anthony Dominguez gets the top of the ninth and throws clean through that one, with Corey canable still experiencing shoulder stiffness in his throwing arm. We'll see when he's available. He was not for last night's game, but he's not been put on the injured list. So it seems like it could just be a day-to-day thing. But Serrante Dominguez handles business in the top of the ninth and then in the bottom of the ninth. Well, you got two outs, right? Matt Veerling makes it to first base. <laughs> he's still got a long way to go to score, though, right, folks? With two outs and Reese Hoskins at the dish. Veerling swipes second, gets in there, easily beats the throw. The throw is dropped a little bit by Jazz Chisholm, but I think he would have beat it anyway. And Vierling standing there, just 180 feet away. What does Reese Hoskins do? Rips one in the gap. Outfielders can't get to it. Veerling scores. The Phillies celebrate. It was an amazing at bat by Hoskins in a clutch spot. And man, this team, it's a new hero every night, and they just keep winning. It's incredible what they're doing. It wasn't just the offense in this one, though. The offense, relatively quiet. I'll just talk you through when we look at the box score a little bit of what the offense had done in this one. Because, man, you look at it. Kyle Schwarber was 2 for 5. Pretty good. Reese Hoskins, 2 for 4. But outside of those guys at the top of the lineup, and they really carried the torch for this one, Bryce Harper was 1 for 2. His 1 being an RBI double, but still only 1 hit. JT Remuto. 0 for 4. He's continuing to struggle. Didi Gregorius, 1 for 4, but has only hit a big RBI single. Odubo Herrera, 1 for 3. Nick Castellanos came in. He was 1 for 1 coming in to pinch hit, but nothing that really happened there uh, helped the Philadelphia Phillies out. Ended up getting cleaned up on the double play by JT Irmuto. Bryce Stott was 0 for 4. Moniak, 1 for 4. Verling, only 1 for 4, but he got on base when it mattered, and he made it hurt. But I say all that to say, it wasn't the offense in this one. Aaron Nola was a huge reason why the Philadelphia Phillies won this ballgame. Seven innings pitched, even. Six hits, two runs, two earned. I told you he was perfect through three. He looked incredible in this one. Only six strikeouts. A little bit low for the strikeout numbers for him. But, man, he was great when the Phillies needed him to be. And that's something that you don't get from him normally over the past couple of seasons. is consistency, well, we've been getting it during this win streak. Connor Brogdon had a perfect 8th inning, 1K. And Serantia Dominguez, a perfect ninth inning with 1K. And the bullpen's clean. Aaron Nola was good. That puts you in position to win. On the other side, I just got to give the props to Sandy Alcantara. 7 and 2 thirds innings pitch. 113 pitches. 6 hits. 2 runs. 2 earned, 3 walks. 5Ks, that stat line doesn't even show you how good he was in this game. He was un-freaking-believable. And let's hope that the Phillies don't have to face him many more times this year because he's a very talented pitcher, and he's running hot right now. But the Phillies win it anyway. It's just a fun performance. It had everything. You had the big Bryce Harper hit. You had an unlikely hero in Matt Deerling's stealing second. You had Didi Gregorius who's on a redemption arc this season, opposed to what he did in 2021. And you have Reese Hoskins, who just had a charity, Muscular Dystrophy Association benefit. Uh, He's a great guy in the community. He's a guy that's easy to root for, that struggle the points this year. He comes through with a big hit. It's just awesome. It was an awesome game for the Phillies. And I told you when we previewed the series, well, that was going to be the tough one to win. Now, I can hear, is that Mr. Broom coming down the hallway? I, I can hear it. The Phillies could win a series tonight. They could look for the sweep on Wednesday. Don't get too far ahead of ourselves, but the streak could be back on. Fun game. We'll preview tonight's game coming up in the next segment, and we'll talk about why the Phillies had what I would call a distinct advantage in tonight's contest and some roster changes that the Phillies made ahead of this game. All of that in the next segment on today's Locked on Phillies. This episode is brought to you by Rock auto with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all of the parts your car needs they just can't do it it's not possible there's too much diversity in the amount of parts that exist so what do you do well You go to rockauto.com, of course, very easy to access. You can get it on your laptop. You can get it on your phone. And how does it help you? Well, first off, you save time. You don't have to go to the store. You can do it right from the comfort of your own home. You also save money because Rock Auto has just the best prices on the best parts. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more of a markup for your brick-and-mortar stores when it's easier to just go to Rock Auto and you'll save that money? It makes no sense to do it any other way. And they're a family business, even though they sound like, oh, well, it's this big website who doesn't care about the customer. No, they've been serving do-it-yourselfers like you for over 20 years, and they're a family business at heart. They've had reliably low prices for every customer throughout their whole time in operation. They have everything you could need to upkeep, maintain, and even upgrade your car. So go ahead and check out rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On in there. How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, well, the Phils made some interesting roster moves ahead of today's Game 2 matchup with the Miami Marlins. We'll dive into that and tell you about how they'll line up in tonight's game. But first, I want to remind you, the ultimate NBA draft starts June. 16th it's coming up with over 50 insiders nothing equals the ultimate nba mock draft the locked on nba big board draft experts plus the odyssey insiders will all contribute first pick is june 16th so search ultimate nba mock draft and follow now so you don't miss a single pick the sixers have picked 23 now they might be trading it but if you're a fan of philadelphia sports in general if you're a fan of the sixers check that out and see who they might be selecting at 23 or if they're trading that pick, you never know. All the experts are on it from our lock on NBA channels. Now, let's get into this. Uh, well, the roster moves first that the Philadelphia Phillies made today because it's unfortunate, but I don't know how much I can really fault them for doing it. Mickey Moniac was optioned to AAA Lehigh Valley after last night's game. He just hasn't been good enough this year since coming back up. I don't know if it's still issues with the broken hand that he suffered. I don't know if he needs to just get more timing down in the minor leagues. I don't know what it is. The kid can't seem to catch a break. He looked great in spring training and just didn't – trans. well, he got hurt. And when he came back, it didn't translate. So it feels more unlucky than inability at this point for Mickey Moniak because we saw some ability in spring training. Not that you can base everything on a player on what they do down in Clearwater on, in spring training, but he wasn't playing well at the major league level. The Phillies decide to make a move. Happens. But what happens is the Phillies selected the contract of infielder Yair Munoz from Lehigh Valley, and uh, then Gene Segura just goes to the 60-day IL instead of the 10-day IL. That just logistics move there. We knew Gene Zeguro was going to be out for a while, having to have surgery on his broken finger that he suffered on a hit-by-pitch on an attempted butt. So who is Yair Munoz? Because I'll tell you right now, well, he's going to be your starting second baseman for the Philadelphia Phillies tonight. Top of the lineup looks the same as always. Schwarber, Hoskins, Harper, Castellanos back, playing right field. Remuto catching, Gregorius playing shortstop. Boom, at third, then Yair Munoz. let's say his name right yairo munoz i keep wanting to say it like frankie munez from uh from malcolm in the middle no yairo munoz playing second base and matt Vierling playing center so maddie wheels maddie carshield he gets another look out there in center field with moniac now down in triple a lehigh zach efflin on the mound no you're all asking who is yairo munoz Well, it's not his Major League debut. He's had some time up in the Major Leagues, actually a significant amount of time. He made his debut back in 2018 with the Cardinals. Two years in St. Louis, two years in Boston. Had a lot more opportunity in St. Louis than he had in Boston. But his career numbers in the majors, he's got 521 Major League at-bats. He's got 143 hits in that for a 274 batting average. Duke can swing it relatively well at the Major League level. He's got 11 home runs not getting a lot of pop from him, but he's a middle infielder. You're not really expecting that much pop from him. But he's a guy that I don't think he's going to be overmatched. Still only 27. He made that debut when he was 23 years old, so a young player. I don't know what his future is with this team. It feels like just a uh, a right-now move with issues with Gene Segura there and Matt Vierling having to bounce around the infield. Well, now with Moniac sent down, you can't really afford to use Matt Dierling in the infield. He's got to play center someday. So uh, it just feels like a move that uh, fills that need. And it shows you what they think about Scott Kingery. Uh, they're just really playing anybody besides him in the middle of the infield right now. His time in Philly has got to be near to over. But Munoz is a player. He was playing very well at Triple A Lehigh so far this year. I'll give you the numbers on what he's done so far this year in the minor leagues and why he was the one to get the call up. Just pulling this up courtesy of our friends over at Baseball Reference. This year, Triple A Lehigh, batting 3.19, on-base percentage of 3.45, slugging 4.54. He's I mean, when you're batting 3.19, that gets you the call up. Has 5 homers, has 7 doubles, 22 RBIs, 5 stolen bases, got some wheels as well only struck out well he struck out 31 times that's not great in 172 plate appearances that would be the knock but you, it happens at the major league level strikeouts happen you're not a perfect player who would have already been in major league baseball but he's a guy that doesn't seem like he'll be overwhelmed by the opportunity hey maybe you get a nice night from Jairo Munoz as he comes up and makes his first start with the Philadelphia Phillies. But you look at how the Phillies match up against the Marlins and who they're facing. Well, they're facing Trevor Rogers, who has a five-five-eight ERA to this point. Lefty, who's coming in with a one 4 whip, 50 innings pitched, 55 hits allowed, and only 44 strikeouts with 22 walks. The command hasn't been great. He's given up eight homers. The whip is not great. The ERA is not great. The record's not great. Trevor Rogers is having a rough year for Miami. The Philadelphia Phillies hit lefties better than they hit righties, or at least they have over the course of the season. An opportunity for the Philadelphia Phillies lineup to do more than what they did against Sandy Alcantara. And sometimes in baseball, when you face a guy like Alcantara, then you come back out, and even if you just face an average pitcher, which probably when everything all shakes out, Trevor Rogers will be closer to an average pitcher than being a below-average pitcher like he's been so far this year. Sometimes, though, seeing Alcantara makes these average guys look well below average because you're just like I couldn't see that other guy at all. At least this guy, I have an idea of what he's throwing. It could lead to a big offensive day for the Philadelphia Phillies. Now Zach Eflin goes for the Phillies on the mound, a three seven six ERA, not bad. An underrated year so far by Zach Eflin. I feel he kind of feels like twenty twenty one Aaron Nola, somewhat, where he has some really high highs, and then he'll have some a couple performances in between that just don't really belay how talented he could be but that's Zach Eflin he's an inconsistent guy it's why he's a three or a four or a five in rotations in Major League Baseball but is he having a better year than Trevor Rogers yes is he facing an easier lineup than what Trevor Rogers is going to face facing the Phillies yes I'll give the advantage to the Phillies and the ESPN analytics well they do the same 56.3 percent chance For the Phillies to win tonight, 43.7% chance for the Marlins. So hopefully, hopefully that means the Phillies can win two in a row and put themselves in position to, well, they'll already have won the series, but sweep tomorrow. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's win tonight, and then we'll worry about the sweep on Wednesday. That's everything on the Marlins, the Phillies, the walk-off from yesterday. But we still have to do off the poll an interesting question. And with the streak potentially back on, it fits in great. I asked you about what you were most impressed by, and I'm interested by the responses. We'll talk about it next in our final segment on today's episode of Locked on Phillies. All right, let me tell you about Blue Nile. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, you can find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. They've got simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, size, clarity, the setting style, everything. It helps you pick out the perfect engagement ring and each ring is one of a kind. Now, are you like me and don't know what like half those things I just listed means? Well, sometimes you look for jewelry and you have trouble. Blue Nile understands that. They have jewelry experts on hand 24-7. They're available via phone or via online web chat and they can help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Doesn't just have to be engagement rings. Blue Nile also focuses on fine everyday wear jewelry. They've got everything you need, whether it's a birthday gift, whether it's an anniversary gift, whether it is that engagement ring. They got everything you can need. It's not expensive, it's not hard to figure out. What she's really going to like. It's not hard to order. And there's a great deal going on right now, specifically for locked on sports listeners. So, hey, that's you. You can make your moment sparkle with jewelry from bluemile.com. And locked on sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. So, use the code locked on. That's locked on. Plus, every order is insured. Ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. All right, it's time for off the poll. Now, what off the poll is, if you're not familiar with the segment, we ask a poll question on Twitter. I respond to the results after you all vote. So the first segment was on Friday, and I introduced everything the question Today, the segment, of course, is to read the results and tell you what I think. So, without further ado, let's remind you what our question was for this week. Our off-the-pole question will be answered in this episode. What have you been most impressed by over the Phillies' hot streak? There are four options, rather. Offense, starting pitching, bullpen, or managing. An interesting breakdown of this one with four choices. Normally it's an either-or. There's only two choices out there: a yes or a no. But this one, well, I had to give you guys a couple options to work with. And we'll start from the bottom. 6.7% of you said it was the bullpen. Kind of figured that was going to be the lowest one, but there has been a sect of the fan base that says that's been the most impressive. Listen, someone voted for it. A couple people voted for it. 6.7% worth of you. So hey, I guess uh The bullpen is trending in the right direction based on that, and it seems like it is. It's not been as good as some people would have you believe who are high on the bullpen right now, but it hasn't been bad. It's been middle of the road, and you can work with that. Next up, 20%. Only 20% said managing. I figured managing would be a little bit higher with all the Rob Thompson love going around. You know what that proves? Despite loving the new manager, very rational fan base, the Phillies fans, you out there, being smart. You're understanding. This is not all Rob Thompson flicking a magic switch and making this team immediately play better. There's only so much he can do. Now he's doing it right, and that's why 20% of you voted for Rob Thompson and the managing as being a better part of this team. But that just shows you it's not all because Joe Girardi got fired. Now, clearly that certainly helped significantly, but it's not all that way. Next, the starting pitching at 26.7% of the vote. They've been incredible. Wheeler nola Eflin, gibson suarez to a lesser extent because he had a couple rough outings but still finding ways to keep this team in games they've been incredible over the streak they're putting the bullpen in a place to succeed they're allowing the offense to have less pressure on them they're a great rotation i told you they would be to start the year and they really come into their own but the winner and i think it's pretty clear that they were going to be the winner this is who i picked this is who I would have voted for if I could have voted multiple times. Of course, I always vote for my own personal account, too. Offense with 46.7% of the vote. I mean, they've just been tearing the cover off the ball lately. Bryce Harper's hot. Kyle Schwarber's hot. There are big hits from role players like Matt Beerling, Alec Bohm. Reese Hoskins isn't really a role player, but he hasn't been all that great this year. A huge hit from him last night. Like, this is just... This team's firing on all cylinders right now, but the offense is the main part of the engine. If the other parts are the pistons that pump into the engine, well, the engine is the offense, and right now it is driving this car that is the 2022 Phillies to New height. So I agree with everything that you broke down. I might have gone starting pitching a little bit higher than what they got as far as percentage of the vote and managing a little bit lower, but still, it broke out pretty much as I expected it, and that makes me feel good because it makes me feel like, I'm representing your guys' thoughts accurately. That's what I want to do. I want to be a voice for you, give you entertaining content, and also kind of not be an echo chamber, but respond to what you're saying and basically revoice those concerns in a way that I can by covering the team, being down there, uh, following this team religiously, stuff like that. So, a fun segment of Off the Pole, learning even more about the thought process behind the fan base with a very interesting, now, Philadelphia Phillies team. That's all the time I've got for you today. we got a big game tonight. Phils can make it 11 out of 12. I'll be glued to that screen, but before we get to that, I want to thank you for making Locked on Phillies your first listen every day. Now, make your second listen, Locked on MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, Sully, he's great. Got great dry humor. He knows baseball inside and out. He's been following the game forever he's got great stories like you got to check out the podcast it's awesome check out locked on mlb it's available wherever you get your podcast and you can keep up on all the latest news from around the majors please make sure you're also rating reviewing subscribing all of that good stuff to lock on phillies i really appreciate it it really helps we just cleared 200 subscribers we're gonna keep going though there's no quit keep crushing that subscribe button hitting those likes giving me the reviews following on twitter Love all of the responses and the feedback and the support. I I do really appreciate it. And, uh, well, hopefully the Phillies keep winning and we keep growing this thing and keep having fun. Starts tonight, though. Got to win the next one. Phillies, Marlins later tonight, and we'll talk about it tomorrow on the next edition of Locked on Phillies.